welcome to Tickets to Eternity, Ram Jack's parting gift. Hello and welcome to the podcast, everyone. My name is Alex, and joining us today is our good friend Brad. Hello, so this is hello. This is not going to be a casual episode. We are going to be uh, reviewing a new episode of TNT. Yeah. Should be pretty fun. It's a good I'm excited. Almost got the whole cast. Almost. We got mention of most of the cast. We got we got a reason why someone wasn't in the episode, which yeah. I think is a bad excuse, and they should have been on... I, I don't know where she was. Why is someone filling in for her? It's no good. I don't like it. I don't like Not it. Not good so, at all. Like, literally everyone else... <sighs> Heartbroken. Heartbroken. But, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. Mm -hmm. Chill Mm -hmm. out. Don't worry about it. How can I not worry about it? How can I not worry about it? Like, when there's so many things going on in this world, and I can't just get one episode of TNT with all the characters in. Alex, terrible things are happening in the world right now. Did you know? Did you know that people were vandalizing the roads? Outside Susan's Collins' home. Is that all they were doing? They were vandalizing them with <coughs> with writing and chalk. Oh, she had to call the police. Was it like just like kids chalk drawing or no, just like saying, a cloud no, or like, like hey, a puppy? Uh, um, hey, maybe do your fucking job and don't and uh, um, you know codify uh, abortion rights in this country. Awful piece of shit. Didn't say that. It was actually very very tepid and not something you could ever call the police over unless you were a senator. So interesting. But they were in her front yard or near her house they on the sidewalk on, with chalk. They wrote, they wrote it on on the road, Alex. On the road. The public road. They wrote it there with chalk. On the public road? Yeah. Oh, well, then I think that's that's more than fine. Vandalism. Right? I mean, Correct. Vandalism. I, well. Also, also, people are outside Supreme Court justices' homes peacefully protesting. Criminals. They should. So I, I think someone's trying to pass a law against that, right? Yeah. Uh, don't worry. The, don't worry, guys. The Senate. Um, they they rushed a bill to give um extra money for protection of Supreme Court justices and their families. No. So cool. It's cool. It's very cool. Glad glad the Senate can come together to do that. That's bullshit. Now That's they fucking can't. Bullshit. They can't um pass um a, a COVID relief bill to give funding for you know to fight you know this. Uh, uh, um, pandemic that's still going on. Getting uh, worse. Can't do that. Can't. We got money to Ukraine. Got that one. They're getting more weapons. Cool. Cool. Constantly cool. giving them more money yeah. and weapons. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna arm arm the Nazis up. It'll be real cool. Um. Also. Um. Can't. Can't. Uh. That put taking those. Uh, all those. Uh. Uh. Um. Uh. Children out of poverty. We, that's long gone. Kids back in poverty where they belong. Yeah. Um. Also. Um. You know. Can't have health care. Can't. Uh. Do student debt relief uh can't do literally anything guys but we can at the make sure we can make sure the supreme court justice and their families are well protected and well funded so very cool very cool were they not well protected before well now they're extra well because i think surely like Listen, anti-choice uh, people were outside of supreme court justice's house up to this point anytime something got up now in previous years those things were struck down and like nah you're not literally the fucking like brett kavanaugh should not be allowed to ever have a moment's peace that motherfucker should like there should be somebody banging pots and pans directly next to his bed at any given moment just a loud rumble or like just loud music that he hates 
Until he goes crazy, right? I mean, well, I would say until um, someone else comes in and chops off his fucking head. Um, but, you know, whatever. Aren't, didn't the Supreme Court hear a case where it got up to, up to that level where <coughs> someone was filing a lawsuit against uh, anti-choice people who were uh, protesting outside, like, far worse than what uh, yeah, no. the, the pro-choice people are doing now. Uh, not chalk drawings, but people being obnoxious, throwing shit, like it getting real uh, yeah. outside of abortion clinics and other doctors' houses. And the Supreme Court said, no, that's cool. That's, that does, yeah. as long as it's not your private property, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. yeah and that's, that, yeah. that stands. So I don't know if, oh, I, it's I think they just have to deal with it. It's because we live, you know, in a, a fascist Christian um, nightmare world. How old are all these people? They can't hold on for much longer. Not that that's oh. going to help anything. Right, Kavanaugh's like in his 40s or early 50s. Like, he, he can hang on for a long time. He can, and so can the new woman. Yeah. Um, and I guess all of them are not that old. No. They're decades, friend. Decades. I know the average... These the motherfuckers average age? need to be taken out. The average age of people in the Senate is like late 60s or like early 70s? 12 million, yeah. (laughs) Those are the people I was talking about. Yeah. (coughs) Dianne Feinstein are running again. So very cool. Mm. Very cool. Mm. She has dementia. She literally has no idea where she is. And she's the reason um, that uh, Brett Kavanaugh um, sailed through uh, his confirmation. So very cool. We're keeping her. Very cool. Meanwhile, Nancy Pelosi yet again again talking about how we need a strong republican party how much stronger are they gonna get how much stronger how much stronger do you want them we don't need republicans or democrats anymore we need far far left advocates that the democrats have never been really no and republicans should just stop yeah Retire boomers, old people, get the fuck away from everything. I mean, the young ones too. Like, what are you talking about? Like, there's tons of young Nazis everywhere. Alex, true. Um, not oh, guess what? In Orlando news, Nazis are back. Flying, sw- mm-hmm. they were um waving swastikas at the entrance to Disney World this weekend. Yikes! Cool, cool, very cool, very cool. They joined the protest of. I would say, well, I don't, at that point, to say Nazis join a conservative rally to protest Disney. Same. I same mean, thing. that's just, I mean, I would figure at least half of them are Nazis yeah. secretly, right? It's just yeah, the them ones, being the out ones to open Nazis about it. Yeah, the ones that are Nazis just aren't calling themselves Nazis. But, you know, they agree with the exact same thing as the Nazis, so. There's a 90% chance that they are racist straight up. And mm-hmm. there is, a, I would say, a 50% chance they're Nazis or affiliate with being uh, a far alt-right Listen, they're just worried crazy person. about the white people <laughs> being replaced by non-white people. Does that really make them Nazis? It makes them racist Nazis. Nazis? It makes them horrible people. They want a strong man dictator to take over and enact Christo-fascism in America more than is already happening. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. I I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know. What? What? What do you not understand? For most of human history, we have not Mm -hmm. enjoyed things like democracies or voting. It's only been recently that humans have done that. I, I don't think dictatorships and monarchs are the way to go. Like, historically, mm. not great systems to do anything with. Mm. Why do these people fantasize about it? Because um, then we get to, we get to have, we get to, we get to own the libs. That can't be it. 
Because well, they we also they can don't... we also we also get rid of the non-white people. <laughs> and then what? Well, then we get rid of the non-Christians. I think you meant Jesus comes back and takes us up. Oh, we'll into get heaven. we'll get there. We'll get there. We got to take care of some other people first. I, it's going to happen in our lifetime. But to do like, that, they need to certain prophecies need to be fulfilled. Listen, we get, there's a long list of people we had to get rid of. Uh, we had to get rid of the non-white people. We have to get rid of the non-Christians. Then we start got to start breaking down denominations of Christians, and mm-hmm. we got the only the one true God wins. So yeah. let's is get it to the Latter Day Saints? Is it we'll the Jehovah's Witnesses? We'll is it the Southern out. Baptists? I mean, we won't find out. We'll be long gone at that oh, point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. I, Brad, hmm? cruise ships mm-hmm. offer many of the essential elements older Americans need to thrive. Right. Organized activities. Mm-hmm. Check. A decent level of medical care. I did not know cruise ships offered this, but okay. Not exceptional, but decent. Check. I More, more than most Americans have. And most crucial, Brad, a built-in community of like-minded travelers. Mm. We also know that cruise ships have been upgrading their connectivity to the internet, so those who have retired uh, can basically base themselves at sea and still call the fam back in the States, or wherever they might be. Brad, some people are starting a trend among uh, retirees of just essentially living on cruise ships during their retirement. There's a guy here named Jeff. For two decades, he has been sailing in retirement. He he tries to do seven to eight months of the year, and then he just crashes with his family, I guess. How much money does that cost? It's fucking a lot. It's fucking a lot. I mean, it really is. Is it any different than a nursing home? Um, I, it would be more places. expensive, I guess. Oh, yeah. Def- no, yeah. I'm expensive, definitely. I'm just saying, like, as far as, like, your life, what is your life? Like, you know, like an assisted living facility, it's like, you know, I it's, I think it's going to be better than that. If you can afford it, but you can't afford it, it's crazy to afford. If you can afford it, might be pretty cool. I'm not going to go that far. I mean, just because you wouldn't be, I mean, you would still be in a box. It's just you would be on the water versus, you know, on land. You don't have to worry about earthquakes. Do you have to worry about waves and uh, typhoons and stuff like that? Maybe. Hurricanes. I I just like wasting that much money, though. See in the world. Port to port. Fabulous dinners every night. Onboard entertainment. You get to know everyone, Brad. It's like a community. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. Don't (laughs) like that at all. the sea. Don't like that. I mean, again, I have a weird fascination with the idea of a cruise ship. I think at some point in my life, I will go on a cruise. I don't know that I'll enjoy it, but I find it fascinating. I mean, <laughs> excuse me. I'm going to cough this whole thing, guys. I'm sorry. Dealing with allergies up here. Mm. Um, <coughs> goodness. Between what Jonathan told us back when he was doing stuff on a cruise ship and other things I've heard from other people I know who've been on cruise ships, uh, another uh, person from our past, uh, Brian Bailey, also cruise shipping everywhere, seeing his pictures on social media. It's fascinating. It it seems like an interesting experience. I really think you would hate it. Oh, yeah. Maybe you wouldn't. Well, the thing is, I wouldn't. I wouldn't enjoy anything that anybody enjoys about a cruise ship. Like, those aren't the things that appeal to me. It's the weirdness of it. It's the facade of the cruise ship experience and the people that I find fascinating. And I just want to watch weird shit happen and, you know, take note of it all. And just, I just want to take it all in. I want to be a fly on the wall of a cruise ship and just see all that go down. I think that that's really what what interests me. Hmm. I, I have heard many people say they were unsettled when they were on the deck at night away from land and as far as they could see was just water. Mm, I like that. That sounds good. Um, 
also if things get too choppy. Now, a lot of those larger cruise ships are fine. They're not going to move around too much unless things get absolutely insane, which they can. It's awesome to see those videos where a camera is stationary, but you see people like flying around like ragdolls on a cruise ship. But you, could, yeah, I, would it take a certain theme? Or would you want to go on like just a normal carnival cruise, take me to these destinations, I'll get out for a day at each one of them, see some sights, come back in, yeah, maybe yeah, the Mediterranean, yeah. maybe... Where would you want to go? What would you want to do? I mean, ideally, you know, like Alaska cruise, one of those that goes somewhere cold. Cold. Um, obviously, that's always my answer, somewhere cold. But, uh... Nah. Disney, uh, Trekkie themed, like what do you... <laughs> I'll take, I'll take normal. whatever. I'll take whatever. whatever. I'll take whatever. Roll the dice. Now, whoever wants to fund this, um, I'm open-minded. The Highlander cruise, you would be okay. That would be so weird. It would be a very weird. Cosplaying all the time. Adrian you, Paul is doing his weird sword classes that are very intense, apparently. A lot of people just doing faux battles with their um, faux oh, swords. Sword so many sword nerds. All the sword nerds. Ugh. You could buy so many swords on there. Ugh. Everyone's Yikes. hilts jingle jangling as they go into the buffet. Like, you're gonna... Ooh. Um... Alex, that's reminded me of something. Um, over the weekend, um, I went to a toy convention. Really? Yeah. Dan had messaged me about this. Um, he he had saw this was happening, and he was curious to check it out. It was like ten bucks to, for entrance, so it's like you know, it's not not breaking the bank. Just a you know, small little toy convention. And I was like, I don't really know what a toy convention is. <laughs> or like what you see or do at a toy convention. And okay. um, yeah, it's just uh, they're just selling old toys. Um, and so like it's weird because it's like it's just like all these booths but like you guys are all selling the same basically the same stuff like it's all you know a bunch of bunch of like toys for like from our child like 70s 80s 90s toys like it's it's very weird like i'm and also as you're walking around like you see things like like oh this table this is 15 dollars. another table that's 40 dollars. i'm like how how i mean i guess you're just hoping they hit you first or yeah. they want to buy it very strange uh, it was a weird experience we hung out for a little while, checked things out. It was fun. I bought a little uh, McDonald's uh, um, Mac Tonight um, guy. Awesome. Five bucks. You know, why not? That was fun. Saw some stuff. I saw this weird Transformer toy that I has had as a kid. It has like a voice changer. Ooh. Um, that I thought, I like half in my <coughs> mind, I thought it was just like a false memory. I was like, this is this thing even real? What is this? I never could work it as a child. And the guy was telling me about it. He's like, yeah, oh yeah. This thing was like a piece of trash. It like didn't do what it was supposed to do. It just like makes a weird noise when you put a battery in. And But it does, it's not really a voice change. It was like, okay, all right. So it wasn't, I just didn't know how to use the toy or mine was broken. That It just never, what didn't do what it was supposed to do to do yeah quality assurance passed yeah. it through the assembly line without much thought sadly yeah but uh, that was interesting um as i'm walking around there's there's a guy he's bought like a big yoda um statue um like in a big box and he's got that and he's you know looking at something else and this, this other guy um you know like these where um there with i guess uh walks to him and was like ah oh, well you bought that yoda out from under me now, now you're gonna have to deal with the curse. You're gonna have to carry it around all day now. What? At which time? And this, and this guy, his friend, responds, "I'm sorry." And that's when I realize they aren't friends. This is just—he's just wandering up to this guy, and now he oh, has to repeat wow. himself. I, I, I see that you—I was gonna buy that Yoda, and you bought it out from under me. So now you have to deal with the curse. You have you you're stuck carrying it around all day now. He's like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> weird, very weird, very weird. <coughs> not 
unexpected from a toy convention, but you know, yeah, like still quasi, shocking to see it. Quasi still threatening. It's like, I like is the curse. Um, if he ever sets that down, you're gonna snatch it and run. Like, what yeah. is what's going on, weirdo? And like to do your whole bit twice. Oh, that is a veiled threat. Absolutely. Also, why didn't you just buy it? Why did you like? I bought him up from underneath him. He didn't want to carry it around all day. He didn't want the I curse, guess. Brad. I didn't want to. I didn't want to call my mom to come uh, and and pick it up while I while I spent the rest of the day looking at all the other merchandise. Weird. Very weird. Very weird. It was strange. It was. It was fun though. It was a fun time just looking at weird old things, weird people. One guy talking very loudly, a lot. Just uh, he's apparently has a YouTube channel. Never oh, caught, no. never caught what it was, but he was talking very loud and very animatedly. So uh, I'm sure it's very annoying to watch. So yeah. there was that. There was that. Did Dan get anything? Um, I think I think him and Josie found a couple of things. I think Josie found like some Lion King. Oh. Um, I want to say um old Lion King toys or something. And I think I think Dan got something. I think maybe he got a Star Wars guy or something. You know, you know, it was just a casual. Might as well check out this weird thing. Cool. Yeah. Was there were there any toys you saw that you wanted that you were just like I I can't justify spending this much money or I can't carry this around all day. Not Ugh. the curse. I mean, there was a, there was a lot of stuff. There was a lot. I mean, there was a lot. There's a lot of stuff there, but it's like nothing. You know, I'm like I nothing that I was like I must own this. I saw some. I saw a Cabbage Patch walkie-talkie set, and I was like, huh? Who, what was this for? <laughs> very strange. Um, I saw I saw a very offensive Ninja Turtle that I sent you a photo of. Oh um, yeah. The I saw I saw a, a police violence Ninja Turtle. Um, it's a, uh, it's a Make My Day Leo, the Cowabunga Crime Fighting Cop. Um, excuse me? Hard uh, pass. Me? Leo, what happened? Like, I mean, is anybody surprised that motherfucker? Always he was, was a the cop. leader, and, uh, yeah, I, I could see he's a cop. Leo yeah. out of all of them. Definitely. Definitely the most cop of all the turtles. Terrible. <laughs> Hate it. We had was... some toy adventures over the weekend, too. We didn't go to a nice. toy convention, but we went, we were exploring some of the new area around where we live now, um, and there was a GameStop. My wife and my daughter went to another store, and Joey and I were just hanging out. I was like, you want to just go in the game shop and see what GameStop and see what's in there? He's like, okay, cool. So we went in, and immediately he wanted, he saw something he wanted. It was a, uh, whatever the, the fancy... I think it's the Black Series or like Diamond Series of Star Wars figures. They're a little bit taller. They're maybe like six or eight inches, maybe maybe five and a half. They're, but they're super articulated and they're just like really cool. And they had a limited edition only at GameStop clone trooper, a jetpack clone trooper. And he's obs- his favorite part of Star Wars is the clone era. And he's like, limited edition? They only have two. I've got to have this. I said, okay, I, do you want to, like, he's like, yes, I will spend my own money, whatever. Just, I got I got to have it. I got to have it. There's nice. only two, Alex. It's a limited edition. I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> cool. You know what? I was there. I've been there, kid. I know what's up. Yeah. Um, my daughter comes in, sees all the video game uh, paraphernalia and is like, ah, like freaking out. Kirby stuff? Dad, we play Kirby all the time. I have a Kirby doll. I didn't know they had Kirby bowls, socks. Uh, uh, <laughs> water uh, like cup a thermic this is great oh my goodness the Mario figures look at all of them like she's just everything nice. she sees she wants so it's fun and Joey said you know if she wants anything and she doesn't have enough money for it I will I will give her the extra money 
nice. which is a very big thing on his his part. Indeed. So she picked out out of everything in the store an action figure of Toad. Nice. It's flamethrower Toad. It has a fire flower and it's just a red and orange Toad. Um, so yeah, she's been carrying Toad around, just having fun. Fun, fun, um, fun. Of course, I do the voice of Toad everywhere, and of all the Mario characters, I guess that when we play Mario, again, because my daughter chooses someone to be, Princess Peach or Rosalina, and then she says, okay, Dad, you are everyone else. So right. whatever happens, you are Mario, Luigi, Bowser, Wendy, Roy, uh, uh, just a random Cooper, uh, any other people, like Link may show up through a warp pipe. You got to be ready, Dad. So Excuse a lot <laughs> so much of it so now it's getting very complicated from nice. our play perspective because she's wa- everything she watches now she's like we got to put this on there the sing movies she loved we got to play sing with mario and luigi and all of them um she saw another video game i can't remember what it was but now we're, we're adding that to everything but toad is a constant butt of many jokes so i think that's why she got toad she's like yeah now i have a physical manifestation of the the funny guy or the um so there's that but anyway that 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 was our toy excitement oh and we also saw uh, a furry barbie which was interesting i don't know if we've talked about him on the show before or not but no. they've started making furry barbies like barbies that dress up as furries they have like um it's supposed to be like a sports mascot, but not. And oh. they're they're a part of a surprise pack. Like you don't know which Barbie you're gonna get. Um, so inside, either like a tiger or a panda or a different cat. I think one of them is a rabbit. But it's a furry suit. Oh, it's got a furry this is head. weird. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Supposedly they're awesome and they're really soft. And you know, I, I just have to say that Toad won over a furry Barbie. But you know, props <gasps> nice. to furry Barbie for trying. And also props to the furries for having their own Barbie doll now. Like, well done, Mattel. Or bizarre, very bizarre. <laughs> have, you, have you seen them? They have a color changing yeah. face where you can like dunk their head in cold oh, water, is and they that have like what's going on. You can have them suddenly have on like makeup where they have like little cat nose with little whiskers. Okay, it's All bizarre. Right. All right. I mean, very again, to each their own. To each their own. Some people, uh, the little McDonald's Mac the Night guy. Some people, Barbie furry. Indeed. There you go. It takes all kinds. It's toys. Indeed. Um, Alex, I, I had a bit of a scare on a Friday. What? Um, what scared you, friend? Well, I I, I got a text. I, I was in a meeting and I got a text from uh, um, my local uh, uh, coffee place. I we have a we have a local service and they de- they deliver um, bags of coffee to right to your front door. Um, and I usually get it monthly. And I, I actually ordered an extra bag this month because you know, I thought, hey, I could I could use some more coffee. Yeah, why not? So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll get that extra bag of coffee. Um, so <coughs> I'm in a meeting and I get the text. Uh, Uriola coffee has been dropped off. Enjoy the surprise gift from our friends at Greenery Creamery and enjoy <gasps> the lavender latte ice cream using this Costa Rican roast. And I was like, I'm sorry, you you left ice cream? On, on my front, you left ice cream in front of my apartment? Yeah. In May in Florida? Yeah. And this was like, this was at 3.30 and I'm like doing the math. I'm like, well, now that's not going to work for me because I don't get off work till 5. I won't be home till about 5.30. Let's see, 3.30 to 4.30, 4.30 to 5.30 equals soup. Equals soup. Even if... 
even if you were still working from home, or anyone's working from home, that's still risky in Florida to leave ice cream on someone's stoop. Yeah, yeah, this was, yeah, and there's, and I was like, I wasn't expecting this. So, um, once I get to the meeting, I, uh, the whole meeting, I'm like thinking, like, I have ice cream in front of my apartment. Like, what do I do? Like, I, like, you just imagine it melting out the sides, ants coming, and suddenly they're on your stoop, and you're like, uh, I gotta go. By the time I got to the meeting, it was already four o'clock, so it had been half an hour at that point. Oh, man. So I'm like, because I was like, well, like, if I left now, like, it still would take me like 25 minutes to get home. So it's like nearly an hour this has been outside. This, there's, I mean, like, best case scenario, maybe I could put it back in the freezer and it'll kind of reconstitute to something nearing ice cream, maybe. Mm. Maybe. Mm. I mean, it's not, it's not like I paid extra for it or anything. So it's yeah, like, it's, it's free. a free gift, but still, like, what the so fuck? So now it's a free mess, so. Yeah. So I, I, I was like, well, maybe I'll, I'll text. I'll text Tammy and Dan. Maybe they ordered it, um, even though this was like a one-off outside of the regular, because I know they, they have the same subscription, but this was an extra one-off. I was like, maybe they got it and they can tell me how it's packaged, because, I don't know, maybe it's packaged with, like, you know, ice or something, and yeah, yeah. I, I, I started getting my insulin delivered, and um, it actually, it actually um, I was expecting it to be um, um, here when I got home one day, and it hadn't arrived yet, because it was coming through UPS, and um, it ended up not arriving till 7, but I had to go out that night to go to the, the fringe preview thing. So I actually didn't get home until around you know, nine. And I was worried about it because I'm like, oh no. But it was actually packed in like all the ice packs and everything. And it was oh, cool. perfectly fine and still very cold. Um, like none of the ice had melted. It was insane. Our, our butcher boxes, when we still got those, they stayed out for maybe an hour or two once. And that's like meat frozen. Yeah. It was more than fine. Like yeah. rock solid when we got home. But ice cream, I'm like. Uh, that's riding the line. That's like, riding the line. I don't know how you pack that up. So I, I, met, so I messaged him. I was like, hey, did you get this by any chance? Because apparently I have ice cream outside. And I was like, if you guys are in the area and uh, want some free ice cream, I guess go grab it before it's soup. Um, but it's probably already soup because it's been like an hour at this point. <laughs> and like, we're like, that's so weird. And and then I reread the message. Enjoy the surprise gift from our friends at Greenery Creamery to, to try the lavender ice cream using this Costa Rican roast. To try, so I was like, well, oh wait, maybe maybe they didn't leave. Maybe it's just a gift card for ice cream. Oh, or something. there you go. Um, it's still the wording is very like I, it's really tricky. Um, but luckily I checked my uh, and then I remembered. Oh, I've got I got my cam. So I logged into my camera app um, and just rewound the footage a little bit, and I found them dropping it off. And yeah, it was just it was just a gift card attached to the uh, to the okay. bag of coffee. There but hey, go. guys, maybe like make that clear as opposed to making me worried that there's melting ice cream on my stoop. Maybe they just assumed no one in Florida would think we'd leave ice cream on the stoop. I mean, it's a very like vaguely worded uh, message. It also seems like something a market, like a, a marketer would do without really thinking it through. I'm yeah. like, oh, this will be great. We'll do ice cream on everyone's stoop. And it being a disaster, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad that, um, well, what are you, you going to go with a gift card to go get that lavender or something else? I mean, I might. I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't even know where this place is. I think it's downtown somewhere, so we'll see. Maybe. I don't know. Do they sell the coffee at the creamery place how else are you gonna unless you buy it and take it home i guess yeah i I assume maybe maybe they maybe they make that maybe they have the coffee there i don't know maybe it's like near like where their locations at i have no idea next door it's a real mystery so coffee and ice cream a treat i mean i don't know it's it's getting to the point where it's going to be too hot to uh go anywhere very soon so i'm sorry friend yeah it just started warming up here, um, and we've started doing yard work. And I bought a hedge trimmer 
for the first time. And let me tell you, wow, head trimmers are no joke. And That's they do fine. an amazing job at what they're supposed to do. I How's the hedge maze coming? It's coming well, actually. Um, I have a lot of shrubbery around my new house, and it it's it's unkept. It, it, not that it was unkept. It was it was well-maintained while they were here, but they haven't been here um, for a while, so it's just us. So I got to sculpt some of my bushes today, which was fun. Nothing crazy okay. yet. All right, all right. Just, um, you know, a little bit more rounded, you know, like a little, ooh, uh, just shrubs leading up to places. There's there's more I need to, like, trim up, but I might get fancy. I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, a hedge trimmer, pretty fun tool. Um, you feel like a barber giving, like, a haircut to your your, your shrubs. Just like, um, that, that's 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 what I've been doing now that it's hot. That and using my, all, all our new stuff is electric, so we use um, rechargeable batteries. It's not gas-powered, thankfully, so that's good. Um, right. But that's about it from outside. Nice, nice, nice. So have, you, have you watched anything? Have you read anything? Have you enjoyed any media? Um, I honestly can't remember anything off the top of my head. I haven't been able to go to the movies, though. I've heard a lot of interesting things about some movies that are out and some other TV shows. I did watch the new season, or part of the new season of um, The Circle on Netflix, which is getting weirder and weirder as the show evolves this is its fourth or fifth season and the big twist at the first half of the season is that they got the two of the spice girls to pretend to, to catfish people um and there's just two scary spice and baby spice hanging out working together on a profile to catfish folks i mean now are they catfishing people or are they pretending to catfish people they are um they are given a role like a personality mm-hmm. someone said chose their profile and then they have to take on the persona of that person and they have to fake it, get people to believe that they're who they are and don't vote so them So they off. are catfishing. They are catfishing. Okay. I, I was very confused about the idea of them pretending to catfish people. I was like, what is that? Well, pretending to catfish is a whole other game. No, I... Like, they're, they're, they're leaving subtle hints that they're actually not the Spice Girls, but in fact, they are the Spice Girls. It's very, I mean, it's it's a little too orchestrated from the Netflix side. They got some people who were fans of the Spice Girls when they were kids, so it's like a big deal. Anyway, at one point, the Spice Girls show up, like, and they're like, hey guys, guess what? We're playing someone on the circle, and you have to guess who it is. And if you guys get it, cool. But if you don't, consequences. So then there's like a whole 48-hour period where everyone in the building is freaking out because they're like, well, one of us has been a sp- the Spice Girls the whole time. Who the hell is it? It's not me. And we know it's not you, dummy, because we can see it's you. But okay, well, thanks for... I mean, a lot of y'all still don't get it, but <laughs> Spice Girls can use multiple slurp juices on a single Spice Girl. <laughs> and if you have one Spice Girl and three slurp juices, you can create three new Spice Girls. So Interesting. It's a fact. Okay. It's a fact. Okay. I, I'm not sure I follow, but okay. I, I, yeah. I trust you. A lot um, of people don't get it. It's very simple. <laughs> so there's that, I guess. I've been watching that. It's been fun. It, it, the, the, the weirdest part is that it doesn't make sense because if the Spice Girls can trick everyone and throw them off their trail and not get caught, then the prize pack um, gets an extra five, like five. The prize is $100,000, which, okay, it's 2022. I get that. But if they if they can go undetected, it goes up to $150,000. But if they get caught, I think it goes down to 90. And they don't tell them this. Like, they make it seem like they have to catch the Spice Girls and they'll get a reward, but they actually get punished. And I don't understand why that's a game or fun. 
if you get money deducted, that's just weird. A strange move for a game show. I don't know. Very strange. Um, Brad, what have I, you been watching? Because I'm sure you've been watching stuff of. I saw. I saw. I saw Doctor Strange. Nice. Saw that. That was a fun time. It's fun ride. It's good. I, it's good. I've heard it's very interesting. Or you know, mm-hmm. it it was more Sam Raimi ish than I was expecting. In a good, a good way. Thing. Or a, definitely. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't didn't think they would let him really Raimi it up in a Marvel movie, but yeah, you get to you get to you get to really do some stuff. So that was fun. It was fine. It's fine. I mean, it's Marvel movies. They're mostly fine. How Unless scared were Eternals. you at any given moment? I no, it's it's a Marvel movie. Not scared Alex. at all. No, there's nothing to be scared of. There's jump scare and you laugh. There's no jumps. There's there's it's a Marvel movie. There's no jumps. I really don't understand what some people's threshold for like horror is, and it really is different from person to person. But I, I've heard people talk about it, and it's like, wow, this one's the scariest Marvel movie there is. And people will say, well, it's a Marvel movie; it can't be too scary. No, there's some jump scares, and there's I mean, some things that are demented, like that twist your head up, man. No, and I, I was like, I don't not. know, <laughs> absolutely not. Like, I mean, is it the scariest <laughs> Marvel movie? I guess. I mean. As com- compared to what? Like, oh man, do you remember that really chilling scene in uh, in uh, <laughs> the Age of Ultron? Ooh, I was chilled Ooh. to my bones. Like, do you remember that? You remember that super scary scene when Thor was fighting that monster and was like, "Ooh, scary!" No, there's there's nothing. It's a Marvel movie. Like, it's fine. It's perfect. The fine. only thing that I think would would constitute as scary to the Marvel movies that I've seen, maybe to some people, and it's only because because it borderlines on like body horror is when I think it, it's one of the uh, Infinity War movies where they get the the reality bending gym and some people are like turned to like a spring or confetti and you're like oh they just dissolve into cubes and you're like well that's that's pretty that's legit and scary ish I guess sorry cube person now they they come back together once the effect of the thing they're outside the realm of it or sphere but do you, do you remember how scared you were when you realized you were attracted to Aunt May and you were like this feels weird but Aunt May's hot scary is there an Uncle Ben in the Spider-Man movies no the new ones no I did not know that until recently I, I was I listening to a podcast and they'd said it and I thought how do you have Spider-Man without Uncle Ben not well they do it they do it I mean they did it obviously there's three movies very successful no. Check out those movies, friend. Check out those movies. Good movies. I do want to, and I will at some point. So you would recommend Doctor Strange? Yeah. Where does it fit into, like, other Marvel movies? Do you think it's middle of the road? Like, eh. I, there, I, I, like, I, I don't have any. It's, it's fine. It's it's good. It's certainly not The Eternals. The Eternals is bad. Yeah. This is good. Where does it fit on, like, the the Doctor Morbius? But Doctor Michael movie. Morbius? Well, that's not a Marvel movie. It's a Sony movie. It would Doctor say Michael Marvel Morbius. Studios if now, it was. Now, if we're going to rate the, now the Sony movies, where does Doctor Michael Morbius fall on the Sony movies compared to uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and Venom? Oh boy. Which is worse, The Eternals or Doctor Michael Morbius? The Eternals. The Straight fuck, up. Come on, don't, don't, even, don't even joke. Like, The Eternals <laughs> is boring. And weird. It's wildly uneventful. Dr. Michael Morbius <laughs> is weird and sometimes hilarious in how uninteresting it is, but it's not boring. Also, it's fun to try to figure out wh- which parts of this movie were originally in this movie and what were reshoots. Like, there's a lot of questions with Michael Morbius. Whereas The Eternals, it's like, yeah, this movie's just happening. I don't know. Don't know why. It's still going on. Oh, yeah. Oh, looks like they got him. Oh, they got him. Oh, I guess the Earth isn't going to be destroyed. Oh, here's Pip the Troll. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, movie. Later, movie. Uh-huh. 
Guys, there's a post credit scene where there's a guy with a sword. Pass. I'm already out. I'm done. Oh, oh, the voice of Blade's gonna ask him if he wants to open a box. And we're not gonna get the answer until someone gives a fuck. <laughs> Guess we'll never know. Never know. Sorry. Did, um, was there anything in the, the Doctor Strange movie that was, like, shocking? I mean, uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. There were surprises, yes. Surprises, not really horror. Recommended. Cool. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Fine time. Fine time. I'm gonna have to wait till like till it streams. I can't. I can't get to the movie theaters these days because no one wants to watch these movies with me. I don't think. I don't think Joey would uh, would like Doctor Strange, but I'll, I'll stream it when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Was there anything else that you've seen? Or I mean, I watched the latest Riverdale, of course. Nice. It's always, always a treat. Always a treat. Alex, I don't know if you're aware of Percival Pickens, aka the Devil's latest plan. I think I got halfway through the fog episode and then oh. got interrupted, which is unfortunate. And I oh. haven't gone back to it yet. Okay. Um, but that's okay. You can go ahead and tell me anything that's going on in Riverdale. It's fine. Uh, I, I enjoy you, knowing you, more before I watch it. You know the devil is working towards the Armageddon, right? We all yeah. know this. Devil's For what reason? The Armageddon. Who knows? But. Um, well, uh, he's took a big step forward, Alex. He's shutting down the Riverdale library. Oh, wow. That is devilish. That is... But first... He's going to collect the uncollected books from all the people of Riverdale who have overdue library books. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. What? Yeah. What? Why? Oh, because, Alex, uh, now they're going to have to bring those library books. They're going to have to find those library books and bring them back, or they're going to have to pay hefty fines. Archie checked out this book in high school. Like, he has no idea where this book is. He's going he's gonna to owe thousands of dollars in fines. Oh, wow, so he's going to bankrupt the town. Part of his I can't afford scheme. these. But he's gonna. He, but first, he comes with armed police officers to each of their houses and is like, <laughs> "How All does right, that you, work? You don't have you don't have the book. Well, until you return the book, I'm gonna need some collateral." So he takes like a valuable item from each of them. He takes Archie's guitar. He takes Jughead's first edition book that his grandfather wrote. He takes Betty's diary. Well, that none of this seems like it would he takes be lawful. Ver- he takes Veronica's um, painting of her father. He takes Cheryl's brother's corpse. Okay. Um, He's got, listen, you got to turn in these library books or else. I mean, that's pretty extreme even for the devil. Well, because I mean, yeah, you, literally, I, you how do you go from, well, one, the guitar is already over. You don't, no one takes collateral for that stuff. You go to jail, right? You're impounded or something. It's not. Uh, listen, he's going to give him a chance to bring the library books back, but he's, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, like, mm-hmm. how do they transport a dead bot? Do they get like a? Do the cops oh, well, have a hearse? Was, was, no, 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 Alex. It was, it was in a, it was in a chest. So, but like in pieces, or like him folded over? <laughs> uh yeah, Cheryl's had it in that chest for a while, <laughs> so it's you know it's desiccated remains. So, you know. Okay, a little weird, but okay. Did he know that the dead body was in there? Well, at first, you know, he's like, I'll, I'll take that chest. And she's like, no, because she knows her dead brother is in there. Um, but he's like, it's all right. I'll take good care of your brother. Oh, so the devil knows. So the devil knows. I would have loved it if the devil didn't know. Yeah. And like later, the devil figured out, was like, oh, oh fuck. fuck. What the <laughs> hell? Yikes. <laughs> what a weirdo. And she's not on our team, huh? Well, maybe we should rethink about Cheryl and her fire powers and joining the devil side. Oh, well, you know who has joined the devil side? Who? Reggie and Kevin. Reggie and Kevin? Yeah. 
I knew Kevin had it. I didn't realize Reggie had. Well, the thing is, Percival Pickens um, demanded he give him back the the uh, um, learning to read book uh, for people with dyslexia that he had taken out during in elementary school. So Reggie gave it back to him. But then after he gave it back to him, he he couldn't read anymore. He magically lost the ability to read. So to get the ability to read back, he uh, works with the devil now, I guess. So does Archie not know how to play guitar? Uh, well, Archie was basically being um, haunted by the ghost of his teacher that fucked him in in, oh. the, in the in the first season. Yeah, she's back. Well, not really. It was just kind of a, a scary ghost version of her. Okay. So, um, and Betty was like, um, "Archie, we didn't have the words for this at the time, but she was grooming you. You were groomed." And that's weird. <laughs> Please stop talking about grooming right now. This is not a good time to be talking about grooming. I mean, true, but like still weird. Yeah, that's kind of... Please just don't say those words right now. Don't want to hear those words. How did so many people have library books that they never returned? Great question. Great question. Like... That's really the first question for me. Like, well, wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I had one lost library book in my life, and I eventually found it and turned it into the library. (laughs) Excuse me. What was it? Do you remember? Um, it was the book on like the history of the FDA. Oh, cool. Yeah. I've never lost a library book yet, and I've tried to return them all. There was the time during the pandemic where we get to keep them. We kept them for a lot longer, but I, I, I can't imagine just keeping something as a choice. I guess Reggie was a tiny child learning to read with dyslexia. Yeah. But I don't know what anyone else's excuses are. Yeah. Except other than they live in Riverdale, and it's a crazy place to live. I mean, sure, sure. The devil's running around. Yeah, it's a wild time. It's a wild time. Wild place. Um, Alex, let me ask you something. Um, uh, Mother's Day was was it th- over this weekend? Yeah, it was Sunday. Okay, nice. Did uh, how did you guys do something nice for Emily? Was that fun? Did you? Have oh a yeah, totally. Nice, nice, nice. Great. Um, well, Alex, let's hear about what somebody else thinks about Mother's Day. In fact, let's check in with our dear friend, Brandon Shields of the Jackson Sun. Oh. Mother's Day celebrates the one who loved us before we deserve it. Being a parent myself for nearly eight years now has shown me how difficult a job it is. It but is. my view of it strictly comes from the father's perspective. Really? Huh. And while being a father has its own sets of challenges and expectations, I have absolutely no hesitation in acknowledging those challenges and expectations pale in comparison to those of the daily grind of being a mother. Especially people... since you only cook one meal a year, right? Yeah, and it sucks. <laughs> that meal sucks. Well, he doesn't get to practice cooking. It's the only things he knows how to make, and it, they're pretty Ugh. easy. Mm, croutons and cheese. Yum. Two or three boxes of Mac Kraft macaroni and cheese. Thank oh, you very much. Mm. When people tell me they have admiration for my family's work in foster care and adoption, my response is usually something along the lines of, Don't admire me. Admire my wife. I'm just there in the evenings. She's the one that picks them up from school and is with them by herself all afternoon until I get home just in time for dinner. Oh my (laughs) god. I'm sorry. Um, I I hate him. She's the one coordinating baths, doctor's appointments, baseball practices, awards day at school, chaperoning field trips, dance classes, beauty pageants, (laughs) etc. I'm just there to give a stern look at the kids when they get too loud at dinner. I look stern often. God, this guy sucks. Too, too loud at dinner. Oh, I hate him. He's the worst dude. Also, how old are you? Like, what are you talking about? What what decade is this? Is he like in his late 20s, I'm guessing? Oh, he's I 27 going on 48. Ugh. 
And not every mother is able to do what my wife does. A lot of mothers are having to do everything because they're single and raising multiple children by themselves. Hopefully there's some kind of support for her from her family or friends, but not all single mothers have that. And a lot of them are doing their best at raising their children, keeping them fed and safe while also working multiple jobs. So the time they get with their children when they're little becomes much more precious to her. Tense. Um, no matter what season of life the children are in, are, what season of life the children are in? God. <laughs> season of life. I mean, that I just now I'm just imagining your child's dying. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> no matter what season of life the children are in, the cold winter at the end. <laughs> They're cruise what, ship years. Or what economic status the family is a part of. Every mother who's looking out for her children is making a sacrifice on some level her children may not recognize, but most of the time, we don't recognize until we become parents ourselves. <sighs> That's how it goes, huh? I'm the chiefest of sinners on this. I, oh, I'm the chiefest of sinners on this. I'm the chiefest of sinners. The I'm chiefest. The I'm the editor and chiefest of sinners on this. <laughs> I was the last child of Joan Shields. I was the last child Joan Shields gave birth to. Parentheses. I think she felt she reached perfection. My sisters say she made a mistake so bad she never wanted to risk repeating it. In parentheses. <laughs> I took everything for granted, whined until I got my way, and became a bigger jerk when I didn't. What's changed, motherfucker? What's Joke's changed? Joke's on you, man. My wife would probably say, that's still a, a case for me now. I would too! I, think I would too and I barely it. know you. God. It's very evident through your work, sir. God, eat some dinner rolls, you piece of shit. Um, <laughs> I didn't begin to really appreciate my mother until the day I was leaving home. <laughs> Sunday, January 2nd, 2005, when I'd leave town for my new apartment 200 miles away after church and a final lunch with the family that afternoon. Oh, what a send-off. Let me go to church and then hang out with my fam. God. The last thing I want to do in my old hometown is go to church. Last thing I did in my hometown, um, they threw a they threw a party for me and they didn't tell me, so I skipped it and we went and hung out with uh, uh, Derek and Lindsay. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they didn't invite me. It's, it's not they didn't tell me; they didn't invite me to my going away party. That's pretty it, nuts. Because it was really just an excuse for them to, you know, I guess celebrate me not being there or something. Your, your family, to clarify, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you I mean, there. I remember it. I wasn't sure if you said family during all that, and people no. were like, well, who? We're, Brad's friends were jerks. No, it was his family. It was. Uh, no, yeah, no, no, the fam. It was the fam, yeah. Very weird. That was, so, that was so fucking weird. Wasn't I there? I mean, I yeah. was there because we hang out, but I, I think we stopped at your house, at your grandmother's house, and no, realized, yeah. oh. Yeah, I think huh. I think you came by and maybe maybe you dropped off your car and then I drove or something. That would make sense. Um, our, no, you drove. Um, you came and picked me up and you drove. I think probably because I was going to be driving all the next day, maybe. Yeah, um, that makes sense. And yeah, I remember we were both like, what's going on? Why are there other pe people here? And they're like, wait, you're not staying? I was like, no, I got plans. Like, no one told me. Like, I, bye, forever. Yes. <laughs> uh -huh. See you in five or six months? I don't know. Weird. How Very do you strange. not tell the person of honor that the party for them, unless they, it's a surprise cause, party? Because it wasn't, because they did. It was not about me. It never was. Like, Alex, you got a real, you got a little peek into what every holiday was like. Uh, they are doing a thing and I am not part of it. <sighs> True. I, um, blah, 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 blah. 
Uh, she hugged me as she was leaving for church before <laughs> me that morning. Held that hug slightly, held that hug slightly for probably two minutes. Began sobbing, and I and, and looked and just looked at me and said, "Promise me you'll you'll get in church." Ugh. I promised her as I fought my own tears. God, that's creepy. <laughs> like, oh, the website crashed. Promise me you'll find a new church in your new place. Promise me you'll get in church. Hugging for two minutes? Two-minute hug? Ah, I don't think I've ever had a two-minute hug in my life. I mean, I'm not a hug person, but like, I yeah, can't I... Two minutes? Two minutes? I, I don't two think I've hugged someone minutes? for two minutes either. I Good. Well, no, I've definitely embraced people for two minutes, but uh, to me, a hug is a, a short form of communication of like, hey, a hug. Like maybe if you have a weeping child. Yeah. Or a cute, I can hug a dog for two minutes. I can hug a dog for two minutes. I mean, also, I, not to throw this word because I don't want people to like feel weird, but cuddling is a form of hugging in a way. And a dog could be in your lap just like snuggling you or your child could be beside you while you're watching a movie. Those are embraces categorically like a hug but they have a different purpose. A hug is meant to just be short, hello, friendly, and then go. Two-minute hug. That's, I mean, I, if someone I think is... I would, I, would, I would claw my way out of that situation by any means necessary. I will claw my way through the other person to escape a two-minute hug. A two-minute hug that eventually devolves into people sobbing on your shoulder is... Ugh. I mean, yeah, for you, definitely a nightmare scenario. And then they say, promise me you'll get in church. No! No! <laughs> well, I'm already going. Going to church? You mean find a new church? Oh, like, yeah. Okay, I mean, you are sobbing. I get it. You're sad, but... I'm not in church every Sunday, but in the oh. days I'm not are considering not being there, I get the gentle reminder of that moment. Creepy. It's being burned in their brain. Because you've got a two-minute <laughs> hug nightmare. Um, mm -hmm. The trips home have become more and more infrequent in the past 17 years. Wait, you're not from Jackson? You you moved to Jackson? He's going Why? to Jackson. Like, That's my... 200 miles away. Like, did you move to Jackson? Did you go to college in Jackson? He probably went to Union or Lambeth when it was still Lambeth. God, can you imagine moving 200 miles to go to Union or Lambeth? Union is a destination school for Southern Baptists. That's two believe colleges. It or not. I had a full ride scholarship offered to me, and I said, no, thank you. I'd rather be in debt for the rest of my life. <laughs> and I stand by that decision. Yeah, you wouldn't have gotten anything from Union. No. God, no. I, mean, I would have gotten kicked out, obviously. But Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. Like, there's no way. Like, the trips home have become more and more infrequent in the past 17 years as I've gotten married and life has become more busy. But things have happened in the last couple years since she's been diagnosed with cancer and has dealt with a few serious situations in recent months. Oh, wow. Just, just, like, just like putting it all out in a blast in the newspaper, huh? All right. Well, I guess, you know, she lives 200 miles away. She's not going to know. Um, <laughs> now there's a greater appreciation for sacrifices she personally made for me growing up playing basketball and baseball. And she never missed a game. Even if I never got off the bench or are out of the dugout, parentheses. And that's pretty significant if you know how much she hates sports, in parentheses. She and my father, Jimmy, celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary this week. And since they were out of town, we'll finally get, we'll get the family and some friends together to celebrate next week. We don't know okay. how- <laughs> 
cool, I guess. We don't know how many more Mother's Days, birthdays, anniversaries, or holidays we have left with her, but we never, but we never really have. I, first of all, like, already, like, I mean, obviously, I don't know the state of your mother's health, but this is a very, this is a, it's a, it's a, first and foremost, a badly written sentence. Um, mm-hmm. but second of all, like, I, I don't, this is not a loving tribute. This is like, this is, uh, we don't know how many more <laughs> Mother's Days, birthdays, anniversaries, or holidays we have left with her, but we never really have. I, uh, okay. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We've always just assumed and have been fortunate enough to not be wrong with those assumptions. You didn't make an ex- assumption. Your whole thing was you didn't know. I. We never really have. We've just assumed and we've always been fortunate enough to not be wrong with those assumptions. But like you, that. Dude, I hate him. I hate him. Jackson's w- son's really gone downhill since our youth. Oh, like ah. Oh. But if the past couple of years have made me realize anything, it's it's to not just appreciate the people you love, but appreciate the sacrifices they've made for you. Not just appreciate the people you love, but appreciate the sacrifices they've made for you. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know how I feel about that. Weird. Especially our mothers. No fallible human on earth will willingly sacrifice as much for us as our mothers. I'll call that one a question. And none of us have done and and none of and none of us have done nothing to deserve that love. And none of us have done nothing to deserve that love. So all of us has done something to deserve it, I no guess. No fallible human on earth will willingly sacrifice as much as our mothers, and none of us have done nothing to deserve that love. Editor in chief of a fucking newspaper. No that way. That is. I. Oh, sorry. <laughs> one last sentence here. So if you still have the opportunity, tell your mother you love her and thank her for everything she did for you. And t- and thank her for everything she did for you. This is terrible. He's so bad at writing. And also, I like weird, right? Very weird. Weird article. Like, first of all, he starts he starts off by talking about how he's he's a dad, so he doesn't know what it's like to be a mother because um because his wife does a bunch of shit and he doesn't. And he's a he's shitty like, dad. And he's he like, admits to being a shitty dad. And then he's like, yeah, my mom's um she did all kinds of sacrifice for me, but I didn't really give a fuck. I remember when I was about to go leave home and she cried and said, "Go to church." She's she's got cancer now she made a lot of sacrifices but uh none of us have done nothing to deserve that love goodbye late <laughs> like, editor-in-chief the chiefest like, what's th- i like what is th- <sighs> it's a joke right like th- it should be so easy to like this should be a layup easy article to write in mother's day uh, you tell a cute story about something you did as a kid and like oh my mom you think i thought she was gonna kill me but uh she was a great mom tell a nice thing your mother did say something nice about your mother say something great about your wife cute little story have a beginning a middle and end and then wrap it up for a with a bow for everybody like it should be so easy to write the bullshit mother's day post Brad, <laughs> should the ramjack knights network take off and the huge payday comes in mm-hmm. we're gonna buy the jackson sun right no we're not gonna buy the jackson sun you don't no, want to have that we're gonna create you don't a rival have the... newspaper in jackson tennessee and destroy the jackson sun <laughs> it could go either way i'm happy with both i mean once once it's like on the edge then we'll buy it up and we'll, we'll take it over yeah. and like but we'll just take the name and like you know but just just to do it just, i want to i want to see it brought to its knees first it's just that this <laughs> newspaper is so much better right the articles are written well it makes sense uh, it's coherent there's a there's a beginning and middle end the sentences are properly written as sentences um i like to see what else brandon shields has been writing lately and he wrote like 
a billion articles about the Miss Volunteer America pageant, which is apparently a thing that happened in Jackson. Like, so many articles about that. So Tennessee has their own beauty pageant? I don't know. And it's called the Miss Volunteer? I I, I looked into it a little bit. It seems like there's a lot going on. I think we'll look into that maybe next episode, because it seems like I gotta do some research to figure out what the fuck's the deal, and why there's 50,000 articles about it. Can we juxtapose that against the horrible laws that they are passing as well? (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone is passing the worst laws and coming up with horrible ideas right now. Um, But Tennessee is really vying for like one of the uh, like the worst oh yeah no it's absolute trash town <laughs> like there it's 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 very bad <laughs> is there. that the name of the newspaper brad trash town <laughs> yeah with a name like trash Town, you just you would dismiss it immediately but those guys they got something there you know i mean it's true this is a trash town so i mean i yeah it makes sense it makes a lot of sense well yeah no they've they've uh, criminalized homelessness um, they took a 16-year-old trans girl, um, uh, they arrested her for saying she was truant, despite the fact she's not going to school, because she's not allowed to use either restroom. Um, so the cops broke through her door, uh, and drug her out, um, to foster care. So, very cool. Very cool state. Very cool state. I'm glad we got out. Yeah. Get out if you live there. Go somewhere else. Yeah, Greater if, pastures, friends. Like, figure it out, guys. Like, you gotta get out. You gotta get out. Burn it all down. Burn it all down. Like, I, like in a few is... months, there'll be no place in the South that's worth living at all. Is there now? Like this no, country, there's not. this like this country, the streets should be running red with blood. The streets should be running red with blood. Like, I'm sorry, but like, if if this isn't the time for violence, when is the time for violence? I I suspect more people are coming around to what you're saying, Brad. Yeah. Especially given what's about to happen, and it's not just the Roe versus Wade stuff. The stuff that that lays the groundwork for in that uh, argument. Oh yeah. To then repeal other rights. Yeah. Is staggering. Yeah. Like it's just like, how do they think this is gonna? Do they want revolts? Do they want a revolution? It's not gonna go the way they think. Uh, but okay, olds, I guess. Yeah. Like. It's like it's insane. It's insane. But very, 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 very glad we're able to to protect um, the the Supreme Court justices and their families. Very, very glad. Very glad that's happening. Very glad From that's happening. From the chalk drawings in front of people's houses. Uh, are, are we are we gonna are we gonna um are we gonna have a vote to try to codify uh, Roe versus Wade? No. Are we gonna overturn the filibuster to uh, uh, enact uh, uh, actual uh, abortion laws? No. No. Have the Republicans said that when they get in power, they're going to overturn the filibuster and then make abortion illegal everywhere? Yeah. 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 But they're not really going to do it, guys. They're not. No, they're, no, no, no one would do that. that. that the filibuster is sacred. That would be crazy. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Oh, like, what? They're not even trying. It's not even veiled. They're not fucking trying to do anything. No. I did hear today that uh, while Susan Collins was against the, the recent um, bill to codify abortion rights, that her and a few other people are making a bill of their own to codify abortion rights that's going to be bipartisan this time. And I'm like, what the fuck could it be? Like, it's bullshit. Bullshit. Susan, she said Susan it went Collins, too far. Susan, uh, Susan, what are you fucking talking about? Um, Susan, go away. We, uh, I, I would go away, but there's vandalism on the streets in front of my home. Well, you chose the neighborhood. I'm just kidding. I, I don't know how to really say it. What do you do? It's like, well, maybe go outside and draw some with some chalk and learn a thing or two about the people you represent. I don't know. Trash. 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 Trash town. Look trash, for it. Trash at- town America. It's every <laughs> town. Yeah, pretty much. This is a national paper now. 
friends, it's that super special time of the week where we talk about TNT. T.S. Turner was a city smart kid fighting his way off the street until he was framed for a crime he didn't commit. Amy Taylor was a young crusading lawyer. She mounted an appeal to put Turner back on the street, this time in a suit and tie, working as a private detective. Together, they are TNT. about an episode of television we do our best to summarize it in as close to a minute as possible without going over which means that we've forgotten pretty much everything that we've we've watched or horrendously under which makes us chumps um, we don't like being chumps we like to be brave hearts we try to summarize it at a minute on the dot yes. now this week it falls to me to summarize this episode of mr t um pros and cons is the name of the episode correct Guys, I'm at, I'll be honest, it is it is hard to talk right now. I am on the verge of choking literally all the time, I, at least during this recording. I, I don't know why, but my allergies are really acting up. Okay, um, sorry, sorry, friends. Uh, I just read some breaking news. I, I, I misread it at first and thought it was worse than it is. Um, it's actually good news. Um, here's some good news, friends. And, like, I mean, real, like, barely good news. Seminole County School Board reverses decision to censor Don't Say Gay protest yearbook photos. The Seminole County School Board scrapped a plan Tuesday to put stickers over yearbook photos of students protesting against Florida's so-called Don't Say Gay bill, responding to a public backlash against the move. The school board voted 5-0 not to obscure the photos and captions of a walkout protest feature. Like, they were gonna, like, like, fucking sticker over a fucking... Oh, I mean... Why? Yeah. Ugh. So, apparently they were gonna do that, but now they're not gonna do that, which is good. <sighs> so, do you remember, I, good news, I guess. Was it our junior or our senior year yearbook that had everyone talking about 9-11? Um, that was our senior year, friend. Um, things have changed a lot. Times have changed. Like, we should put some stickers over that book. <laughs> That's what I, I was I trying to think revenge, about. But is that what God wants? No, uh, you sticker. can't. No, Dink. don't put a, Have a good day. Don't put a sticker over that. Like, I, I, I need to be able to show that to future generations. Look how crazy shit was. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. 9-11 happened my senior year of high school. Look how weird it was. If you were in charge of our high school reunion happening this fall, would it just be giant presentation of the quotes from the high school yearbook of like, hey, oh, what do you think now? Fuck. Um, Alex, Alex sent me a message this week, guys. Um, our, our, our 20-year high school reunion is going to be in October, which I think is weird. That like, is weird. I just, shouldn't it be like I, in like the, the like summer, like when, around the time we graduated? Shouldn't it be? Because it's now it's like 20 years and a couple of months since you graduated. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, don't know if I'll be able to make it. Don't know if I'll be able to make it. Oh, no. But if you were master of ceremonies and you uh, could do uh, anything, I think a yes, presentation of those. Absolutely. Y- it show- 
John Reese, just like a big blow up. I want revenge, but is that what God wants? Come up here and read it. Just like, really embody what you thought you meant back then. Just come up here, everyone who has a quote. But John first. There are no more quotes. <laughs> hey, now John, uh, hey, um, you remember how, like after uh, high school when you joined the military to go like murder people? Like, how was that? You, are you, are you, how was that revenge? Was it fun? Was it cool? Did we talk to him after that? I don't. Oh yeah. Did he yeah. actually go to the Middle East? Yeah. We hung out with I him remember, at uh, Peterson's. But and was that after his service? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, friend. He was definitely a changed person after that. Yeah. Like he was. Yeah, he was. He, he was, was different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know he had to go be a murderer for like the United States, like the worst thing you could do. I always felt bad because Dustin, like I, I don't encourage anyone to join the military, no. but he wanted it. Like he wanted yeah, he it did. hardcore, he and really they said did. no for some reason. Because he, I think he's like deaf in one year. Can't can't be a soldier when you're deaf in one ear. Can't. Good for him. Congratulations. I mean, yeah, he dodged a fucking bullet. Truth. Like he would not have come out well. No, I mean, no one comes well out well from war, right? Yeah, definitely not. No matter what. I feel like I feel like he especially would not have. I I don't think it would have been good for him. Don't don't (laughs) call him out. I listen. Wait for the high school reunion to call him out on the slide. Different. Like honestly, would probably be one of the handful of people from high school I'd be the least bit curious about seeing. But like. I would I should not. I mean, no one should be a murderer, but like some people are True. less less attuned to like living murder life. I don't think he would have come out well. I, I, mean, I, see I don't something... think you would have either. So, oh, of course not. No I, one. I yeah. mean, I I keep seeing something to the effect of. Uh, a lot of nurses saying something like they never prepare you in nursing school for the amount of people um, in retirement on retirement cruises on their deathbed uh, rocking with the waves of how many of them confess to murders that they did uh, earlier in their life. What? And part of me is like, this uh, this has to be fake. This can't be real. But you then keep I think well, this? maybe it is. Yeah, it's like at this point I don't know if someone's just like they're like, oh, we're just gonna keep up what this is ruse your algorithm? of people. I don't your know. Algorithm is all like nurses saying there's so many murders amongst us. Well, not all, but I've seen it like three times over the last like couple of months, and I'm like, well, why are we keep throwing? Th- I mean, is it true? If so, shouldn't you involve the authorities? Like even on their deathbed, Ooh. like these are unsolved mystery crimes that you have the keys to why isn't there a serial podcast about this deathbed confessions nursing home caribbean edition if anyone wants to come on our podcast and admit to a murderer please do i think of us as your nurse tell us who you murdered we promise we won't tell anyone (laughs) i may have to skip that episode i I do not want to hear real life confessions of murderers i want to catch those murderers i mean i want to catch them that's i want to let those those people unburden themselves do you want to be old and have to carry this your whole life no come on the podcast and unburden yourself yeah we'll catch you i mean we'll give you space so alex think about this episode (laughs) pros and cons Think about what happened in this episode. What people were doing. What were they wearing? What was going on? Where the fuck was Soapy slash (sighs) Sophie? Could have been perfect. Whatever you need to discuss this episode in as much detail as possible without going over one minute already the under because then you would be a a costume caper chump. Hmm. Okay. Tell me me when you're ready. (laughs) Let me cough for a few minutes. Sure. (coughs) Take a sip off this vanilla Coke Zero, which is actually really good. Nice, nice. Take a sip of this cola. Oh. Oh. Um, I saw 
um, Jurassic Park inspired Dr. Pepper for zero flavors at the store and thought, okay, <laughs> special edition cans with various dinosaurs upon them. Are they dinosaur it's like a, flavored? It's a like a black cherry or something with Dr. Pepper. Mm. Like it's a, it's a fruity infused Dr. Pepper okay. zero. Almost got it. I ended up going with just normal Dr. Pepper zero instead because I, I didn't want to take a risk. If it would have just been like a, a 20 ounce or something, a 16 ounce, I would have grabbed one just to be like, all right, I'll give it a try. I mean, I'm always down for a, a cherry Dr. Pepper. That's a, that's a, that's if a you treat. See it, if you see it, grab one. I'll I, grab it. I'll grab it. Like. Special dinosaur cans. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. I might be able to do, do this. All right. You'll be going in three, two, one, go. Aunt Martha's doing her civic duty by basically being conned by people into going and getting all of her money out so that they can pretend to be the feds and go see if the money has the right serial numbers because someone's laundering in your area. Aunt Martha gets taken like a week later. She doesn't get her money back because these people are con artists. She gets mad. Um, Renee's like, well, what can I do to help? I, well, I was going to tell Mr. T, but you know, I'm not going to tell Mr. T. Let's go into cover together. So they go to the courthouse and the police and they steal a book about uh, like people who are con artists and they take matters into their own hands. They make elaborate costumes. Uh, they pretend to be florists. They uh, dress up as uh, housekeepers and go up and ransack the room looking for this money, which is hidden in a piano, oddly enough, in this awesome fucking hotel suite on Aunt Martha's money. Um, at the end, T kind of happens across it because he needs to know what his family is up to. And uh, him and Aunt Martha uh, regulate these con artists and they go to jail. Sophie's not in the episode. One minute! Yes! Thank you, friend. Thank everyone out there who believes in brave hearts. Um, yeah, I, that's who I'd like to thank this week. Nice, nice. I'm not going to thank the writers of this television show because you had one fucking thing to do. This is the. I think this is the closest we've ever been. It like, is. Because we've never had Aunt Martha, uh, Renee... And Detective Jones and Decker. Mm-hmm. Just no Soapy slash Sophie. Mentioned, which is the, mentioned. the whole most horrible thing of all of yeah. this. Aunt for a Martha second, was supposed I thought, to. I thought we were going to get her. Aunt Martha was supposed to fill in for Sophie at the office, and she never showed up. Mm. I want Sophie to come in and be like, I had to come in anyway because Aunt Martha didn't show up. Why yeah. couldn't Sophie have delivered the fucking line? Beyond that, it was a pretty enjoyable television show of Mr. Uh, of TNT. Yeah, it's a goodie. It's a goodie. Could you, I mean, who would, I, did you lose any respect for Aunt Martha when you realized that she was taken by this con? I mean, it, like, this is like one of the oldest cons in the books. Like, I had never heard of it until now, but it makes, I mean. Oh, I've, I've, I've definitely, I've definitely heard of this one before. So how does it work? Explain it. I try to do it in less than like 20 or 15 I, seconds. I want to say I saw an Unsolved Mysteries about them, about this con. Like, I like I've I've seen a couple of places. Maybe there was an old Dragnet episode on it too. Like, this one's been around a while. So basically, the whole idea is like somebody call they call and they say they're uh, a bank examiner, or they like they're they're somehow involved with the bank, or they're the FBI, or there's some form of authority. And they're like, listen, we we think somebody, we think one of um, the people at this bank is stealing money. Are hmm. they're they're involved in shady business? Are they yeah. funneling money? Are the bank, or maybe the maybe if they're the FBI, it's maybe the bank is uh, uh, funneling money to something. Whatever communism. Yes, they're get, <laughs> the money is going to communism. We be, we have reason to believe that this bank has been infiltrated by communists. So what do you need me to do? I'm not an officer of uh, the FBI or the CIA. Well, what we li- what we'd like you to do is we'll, we'd like you to go to the bank. 
uh, withdraw a large amount of money. Okay. And um, and then what we're going to do is we're going to check the serial numbers of those bills so we can trace them. So we're going to make note of the serial numbers of each one of those bills. And then we'll be able to keep a record of that. And then we'll be able to follow those serial numbers to see where they end up. And then we can catch the bad guys, oh, the communists. And- and, and then I'm going to be the hero. I'm going to stop communism. Yes, absolutely. Of course. We, un- we understand if you're uncomfortable with this, of course. Oh, it's my civic duty. It's a very sensitive matter. Um, so we need somebody that actually has an account at the bank that could pull out a sizable amount of money so we can trace those bills. Who maybe has the... Um the resolve to not get caught, to not look suspicious while they're doing it, not look out the window constantly at the car across the street and like smile to themselves like I'm doing a good thing. Mm-hmm. Or when the bank teller says, are you sure you want to draw all of your money out? All, what is this, $5,000? Well, part of it's from your bank account, part of it's from the family account. Are you sure? 100%. $5,000 $5, in 1988 money, by the way. Yeah. Wow. Cash. It's pretty wild. When Renee asked Aunt Martha, how much did you fucking just give to somebody? Yeah. I thought they were authorities. The way that the woman says, because when she goes to the car and hands the money to them, because it's a uh, it's a husband-wife team that are just conning people. They've rented a car. They're staying up in a, a fancy hotel. They're about to skip town and continue to do this. They're just con artists. Um, for a while, they've been doing it. But when the woman who's driving with the glasses on says, here's your receipt, and then she says something along the lines of, so just so you know, in a couple of days, it'll go back in. There'll be a little something in there for your troubles. There's something about the way she says all of that that makes me mad. That makes me want to get some chalk and go yeah. to public sidewalk and write something Ooh. on Ooh, wild. I don't know why. It's, it's for some reason, it just immediately triggered yeah. like a gut reaction of anger. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm protective of Aunt Martha at yeah, this point. I realize that Aunt she's... Martha, she's, she's trying to be a good person. And yeah. not only, like, is she... Because even, like, assume this was... If this was actually above board, which obviously this is not a thing that's above board, don't give people your money. Um, yeah. Ever. Uh, ever. Ever. Especially not banks. Don't, banks don't banks don't need you to give them extra money so they can do something. Banks have got all the money. Like, that's their job, is to have all the money. They can track all the money. That's their mm-hmm. job. They track the money. Um... Like, the idea that, like, she's doing all this out of the goodness of her heart. In an ideal scenario, if this was actually real, she still wouldn't have her money for, they say, two or three days until they can get it back into her account. So, all of her money she's given to these people, and she, in her mind, she's like, well, I just won't have any money for two or three days. No, no. Mm-hmm. I, I'm against that on, on face. Like, I don't want to not have money for two or three days. Not at all. What if an no. emergency happens between now and then? Yeah. I mean, this is 88, so I guess you could just write a check because everybody wrote checks for everything and it's not going to, you know, clear until two or three days because it's the 80s, but still. But still. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah, nothing about this And then sense. they're like, oh, we're going we're, we're to give you a little, we're going to give you a little bonus for, for helping us out. Like, fuck, you know, you know you're not giving a bonus for, you're not doing this and you're, you're lying and telling her she's getting a, a gift for this. Maybe that's what it was. The fact that they're not only deceiving her, but then also just rubbing it in because she's yeah. gonna she's gonna look back on this and feel even worse. And is that part of the con? Like they're yeah. gonna feel so ashamed they're not gonna say nothing. Ugh. Yeah, that's a oh, bonus. That's, that's the that's how cons work. It's like they con people and people are too embarrassed to say anything because they know they're fucked and like it's just embarrassing. That's how most cons people get away with cons is because people are too embarrassed to say anything. It's like when those people conned my grandparents. 
and thinking I was trapped in Mexico and needed money. They were embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Hate it. I hate it. It's, it's horrible. A week later, Aunt Martha is beside herself because obviously they didn't give her any extra uh, for her troubles or her money back. And it's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. She's getting testy with Renee. She comes in. Aunt Martha accidentally drops a bowl that Mr. T put really high up for some reason. Maybe it had sentimental value. Maybe he really liked it. It's broken now because it fell. So, sorry, T. But Aunt Martha's listening to herself uh, on the radio, which I think is also interesting. I don't... Well, she's not I mean, listening to herself because, as we learned, that's not her singing in the opening credits. Um, but it's that same person. Well, we're supposed to infer that it's her, right? No. This is not the opening credits song. This is the song she sang at the church. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, well then, I guess When so. there was another con man trying to uh, run another con about taking people's money, we gave them money, and then they came back. The whole community came I back was, and gave him money. Man, I can't even It's like a reverse cons. pyramid scheme. I don't understand how that yeah. works at all. So yeah, um, Martha eventually tells Renee, like, what's up? And Renee's like, what the fuck? You gotta, you, you didn't tell TS? She's like, no, I couldn't. I was embarrassed. And we had a scene before that where um, she tried to go and like Detective Jones ran into her and was like, hey, what are you doing here? I'm just waiting for TS. Ah, go on in there. Go on in the court. No, leave me alone, <laughs> cop. She's like, ah, it's all fine. <laughs> the way that he says, oh, what, you shy? Oh, like he, God. he says it and believes it. It's like, oh, well, you must be shy. Okay, well, look, you sit right here and we'll get Mr. T out here in just a minute. I want to slap him and be like, mother, look, I, I am not a violent so, person. I constantly so advocate against violence on this show, but two things almost off the bat got right, me just right. immediately on, right. on my feet. Welcome to the revolution, friend. Um, <laughs> we're taking out we're taking out this con and we're taking out Detective Jones. Now listen, I have said I'm looking for a scammer lady and I am. I'm looking mm-hmm. for a scammer lady that's scamming the banks, that's scamming the rich. Don't scam old ladies that like no. that like have a foster house like it's and so they good. even admit to that in the episode. Like, yeah. the two con artists, the guy is like, look, we made a mistake. This was the wrong mark. She's a foster home. She's related to this dude, uh, TNT. Like, they, they got law. It, look, we maybe made a bad mistake on this one. So let's get out soon. Yeah. So, you forgot about the part in the courthouse where she goes up when the door's open and hoping it's T. And it's another gentleman. And he's like, well, good afternoon, ma'am. And she kind of, like, smiles and sits down. And the lawyer talks. <laughs> to this guy's like dude you can't walk out of the fucking courtroom and immediately start hitting on someone like what's wrong with you he's like look when you're when you're this old and a woman like meets you at a door like that you got to take a chance you know you ain't got much time left there's some fun banter we'll never see these people again but i do love i love when they put those kind of like little vignettes into these things it's it's fun so uh, like, Amara's like, I, I'm too embarrassed. I, I can't tell him. So, and she's like, you've got to tell T.S. And then Amy Amanda and Mr. T show up and Amy Amanda's pants are upsetting. <laughs> I I'll, I got to look back at it. And like, see. we're back to her not dressing like a human. Um, it, Like, first of all, it, she's wearing like a weird sweater that's just, it, I, I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird sweater and it's tucked into these pants that are like, they're high and then they're cinched with a belt, but they're like ballooning over as well. So it's like, uh, like the belt loop is three inches down the pant. <laughs> Um, six minutes, 58 seconds, you gotta get a pretty good shot. Like, the whole design of them is weird. Huh. I still haven't gotten a clear shot yet, but it's coming up. Oh, P.S. Some of the money of the 5000 was supposed to be for Renee's college fund. Yeah. 
I don't know if I can say this confidently, but the pants alone are the worst pants in the entire show. Yeah. This episode. So worst pants award goes to Amy Amanda. Worst dressed, yeah, she's the one to beat. Hey Alex, how much was how much was college? Tuition, room, and board in 1988. I'm going to say it was $8,000 a semester. How about $5,494 a year? That is insane. <laughs> a fucking year? A year. No way. You're lying to me. A year. A year. A year. That is upsetting. Poor Renee seeing her life flash before her eye. Like, yeah. just like, oh, That's a my whole future. Year of just gone. Just gone. To her credit, she doesn't yell at Aunt Martha or Disney. Because she, you know, she's, it's not that kind of family. She's not mad. She's like, okay, let's, let's figure it out. Can't go to tea. Let's do it. Let's, let's gumshoe this ourselves. I love it. I love, I like, I was like, oh, come on. You got to tell him. I mean, Mr. T will figure this out. But no, we're, we're, I, I like we're doing another, um, other people solving mysteries episode. Oh yeah. Like, that's fun. Like the one we had with Soapy Slophy <laughs> and the uh, nephew. Which was great. And I wish that team would come back. Yeah. I, I kind of wish that team had partnered up with this team. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I, what if, what if next week they get back together and we see the other that side? That would be amazing. God, goodness, that would be amazing. So good. So, um, Renee's not gonna tell TS for whatever reason. Uh, but what she does do is she goes to the police office. She's like, "Hey, Detective Jones, I'm writing a paper about con men. Could I look through your mugshot book of con men so I can learn more from my paper?" And Detective Jones, who's an idiot, is like, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> and she ends up taking the book, right? Yeah, there's a, there's a bit of a kerfuffle. Somebody breaks out of the police station and their cops are chasing and she uses that as an excuse to snatch off with the book. So, I, I very weird. Hey, detective, maybe do some detecting. Just maybe. So, um, they figure out who the crooks are. And they come up with a scheme to call rental car companies to fi- to figure out where they're staying. Mm-hmm. Somehow this leads them to a fancy hotel. And uh, they're staying at this super swanky hotel. And Martha identifies them from across the thing. And she wants to go up to them right now and start and regulate. And Renee's like, look, we know where they are. It's cool. Let's come up with another plan. That's not going to work. I love how Aunt Martha, Aunt Martha is constantly talking about what they're doing with her money. Yeah, they're they're staying in a suite with my money. Like yikes! And, and Martha's got some some has got some TSNR. Also, like, it's not just your money, Aunt Martha. You took in from the family fund, so I'm assuming that's Mister T's cash and Renee's yeah. cash. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we cut back to the police station, and uh, um, Amy Amanda is there for some reason. She's yelling. We see another little scene where she comes out of a room and she's like yelling at someone about how she'll see them in court which is great and then she shuts yeah. the door and that person does not come out of that room so nope. they are terrified yeah. they're like yeah. hiding they're huddled up um but Detective Johnson was like hey Amy Amanda so uh weird thing uh Renee came by looking for a, a book on con men see the mugshot she's like oh she's probably writing a paper for school yeah that's what she told us but then she stole it and at this point, and like I thought it was gonna be like uh, Detective Jones being like, "Listen, you know, I know she's a good kid, so can we resolve?" But instead, instead, this piece of shit's like, "Listen, uh, I bet TS would like it if I had to bring some guys over there with guns and try to get that book back, like I was the devil." Um, <laughs> but uh, listen, if I don't get that book back soon, I can't make any prompt. Like he's threatening, yeah, this fucking child. God, I hate him. all that because Amy Amanda gives him some attitude at first because she's. Mad 
mad because she had to yell at someone. And he basically dresses her down. He's like, give me a break. I haven't had my breakfast yet. Why are you talking to me like that, woman? God. Also, I'm going to bring the boys over with some pipes and some blowtorches and get that book back, goddammit. Oh. Tells he that. All right, bye. Have a good day. Weird. I, what a motherfucker. I So there was something else about that that bothered, that bothered me in that scene, but I can't remember what it is right now. Maybe it'll come back to me as we continue through the episode. So um, next scene, we're, we're at Decker's Gem. Again, we're so close to catching them all. Like, so close. I mean, Decker's barely in this, but he's, but he's got a scene here. He gets That's a, a call. a good line. Yeah. <laughs> he gets a call from... He does have a great line. <laughs> he, uh, he, gets a, he picks up a call. It's Mr. T's bank. And I love this bit where Mr. T's talking to the bank, but he's still, like, punching the punching bag, and Decker's just holding the phone up to his ear. It's pretty good. Yeah. And they're like, hey, Mr. so, uh, Mr. T, did you write a check for uh, $300? He's like, yeah, I paid my bills. Like, oh, well, you only had $2 in your account. What? <laughs> Immediately stops, grabs the phone. <laughs> yeah, Aunt Martha cleaned out your account a few days ago. You didn't know? Bounced a check. That's going to be $130. It's as, as like a, uh, a little penalty fee, like a yeah. slap on the wrist. And that return check With fee. Return check fee is brutal. Um, and then and Amanda's like, hey, oh, that, that makes, that's weird. And Detective Joan has just threatened Renee because she stole a book of mugshots. And this is where well, Decker Probably for school. Line. Yeah, probably for school. Uh, Could I just go to a police department and ask for records for like a school project? I, apparently. Excuse me, Mr. Police Officer. I need some records for a school project. I'd be in jail in like 10 minutes, right? You ask him too many questions. Yeah. Go ahead. I didn't mean to disrupt the, the no. awesome line. I, yeah, but then, uh, well, you know, Decker has his line that's great. What's happening to your family, T.S.? So, like, I love, like, what does Decker think? It's just a weird de- delivery, but it's a fun, it's a fun yeah. delivery. All of Decker's deliveries are weird, but this one is particularly funny. Um, Because it's like, I just imagine in his mind, like, T.S., are you from a family of criminals? Like, all this time? I, it's mixed, to me it was kind of a mixture of, because when he says, what's happening with your family, the way he says it is almost like concerned anger, or like concerned aggression. Yeah. Like, T, of anyone, you should know what's going on. And it's weird, because Decker's not like that. I see, I read it as, is he's like, oh my god, were they burglars the whole time? <laughs> This explains a lot now, T.S. Oh, no. Oh, no. I got bamboozled. Are you a burglar, too? Nobody's a burglar. <laughs> um, This is where uh, they say Renee never came. Uh, Martha never came to the office because Sophie was supposed to cover for it. And that's when the tragedy is we'll never see Sophie in this episode. We a, cut, a really nice scene. We cut back to Aunt Martha's house. And they are getting their costumes together. Yeah. They have, they have rigged up a maid costume for Renee so that she can pretend to be a maid at this fancy hotel and Aunt Martha is like dressing up like a rich person that belongs in a fancy hotel mm-hmm. I, she's wearing her hat again which I love love she's breaking out the hat love it love it love it she's also got a fur which not okay um, but like at first I thought wait wait is, is the idea supposed to be she's rich so she has a maid I was very confused but luckily uh, Renee is being a maid at the hotel and it's not like I'm just a rich person that brings my maid along with me which is what it looked like at first um, but they go in and there they call up to the room they're like oh yes uh, um hello uh, we we uh this is from the flower shop we got a delivery for you oh you didn't order flower 
flowers? Oh, it must have been from your, from your husband. He must have... Oh, I hope it's not a surprise. Oh, no. Oh, well, and I can't read the handwriting. What's the room number so we can deliver those up? Great. We'll bring those up in just a little while. We'll have somebody right over. We'll do that. We'll do that for you. Hey, for two amateur detectives, it really makes me wonder why they aren't involved more into some of these investigations. Because they, they've got it down by themselves. They're good at capers. Um... um <laughs> Excuse me. Something else to note is that early in this episode, we saw the couple, um, who are the con artists, arguing. Uh, one of them waps, uh, wipes a pate on someone's nose. They go back and forth, realize that one of them used to work in a nursing home and conned her husband's or her her husband's father. So her father-in-law, I guess, post-death out of a lot of his inheritance yeah. or his money and now they're together um all of them are conning like yeah they the two cons two con people that found each other is wild and they're yeah they're arguing so when she calls about the flowers she feels like it's a step to make up they go down for dinner so that uh aunt martha can like watch them and they're they're acting the guy keeps saying you're up to something and she's just being nice the wife is being nice because she thinks that he gave her flowers as an apology to um being a jerk earlier saying that if he had actually inherited the money that his dad left him instead of his wife getting it, he would be in Mexico right now uh, sipping alcoholic beverages with a with a hot senorita, which is when he got food wiped on his face in public. Highly embarrassing. Indeed. Um. So Renee is going up and is sneaking up into the room while they're downstairs to check things out. Meanwhile, Amy and Amanda have gone back to the house and like finally found enough clues to figure out where they're at. Because mm-hmm. they're putting the pieces together. Um, and Mr. T, of course, has to have a changing montage, which I was like, but you're going to a fancy hotel. You could just wear your suit, right? Like, do you need action clothes? I he mean, needs to regulate. I feel like Mr. T could regulate in a suit. Oh, easily. He doesn't. He puts on his action clothes. Um, it's a real it's a real wacky version of the of the change montage. This time. There's a lot of weird sounds in this one. So very strange. It is weird. And it just dawned on me. This is the same television show that gave us. Um, what was the name of the silver guy that played the, the trumpet? Angel? That episode is beyond surreal. It, like even now, to look back on it and think this is the same show, mm-hmm. it is. I, but also, I just I, I just recorded an episode of Claire's uh, Daredevil podcast, uh, Josie's Bar, um, and at the end of it, uh, of course, I was plugging you know the other shows, and I mentioned that it was uh, Mr. T Month on Ramjack, and I told everyone um, to make sure if you if you do if you have 22 minutes in your life. Look up the episode Silver Angel, and I stand by it. It's the oh, weirdest yeah. thing I've ever watched. Because when you said Mr. T could regulate in a suit, I was like, of course. And my mind immediately went to the the fruit section or the fresh produce section of the grocery store and him picking up a man from his ankles and walking with him and then throwing him into so uh, a fruit weird. cart. So bizarre. Like, Not even the weirdest thing that happened in the episode, no. but very memorable. God, I, like that episode will stick with me till the day I die. I will, the way the guy's body be... is like... Diff. Uh, I will be... Borderlines on body hum- horror, but go ahead. I will be on my deathbed t- confessing to a nurse, I never killed anyone, but I did see an episode of TNT called The Silver Angel where the fat boys were there and, and there was an old man who was robbing a grocery store for the poor and Mr. T picked up the manager by his ankles and carried him around. Goodbye. Shh. Go to sleep, sir. It's okay. Uh, he- <laughs> Somewhere off in the distance, a trumpet will play with a. Oh, God, that episode's so good. We could do a podcast where we just watch that episode with a new person every week. <laughs> 
Maybe that's a month of Ramjack. We just have a special guest every episode, and we watch the Silver Angel over and over. We're going to do over four again. commentary episodes on the Silver Angel. <laughs> Somehow, uh, still surprising, even in week four of like, you know what? There's some things I didn't notice the first seven or eight times I watched this. Oh, uh, I mean, it's not a bad idea. I watched this episode of Mr. T like four times. Uh, I was distracted during some of it, and I always I have a solid understanding of what happens in the first half, but at the end, I, a lot of the action stuff I only really saw once. I heard it multiple times, but and I do remember it now. But yeah, I, the Silver yeah. Angel I could have watched. I've watched that episode at least six times, at least, and maybe I've watched it four. So yeah. Stick around, guys. There might be a commentary track coming up for the Silver Angel. <laughs> Could be. I'm game. Yeah. So Renee's up in the room. She's she's torn this room apart. Renee's done this before. She's like, a professional at like every. Which also, this suite is gigantic, by the way. Like Huge. this is this is a lot. Like, I, how much of that college fund is left? I mean, I I hope maybe they they robbed a couple of people. Um, because like this is. This is some money. Like, how do they have any money left to go to the next town? Are they just really going from town to town and living the high life? <gasps> Guess what else is in this room, Alex? What else? Hold on. Let me get <laughs> right there. Don't tell me the camel statue. 1855. There's a camel. No fucking 18 way. 18 minutes, 55 seconds. I'm looking at a camel. I am looking at a goddamn motherfucking camel. Center of the room. <laughs> oh, this is a better shot. Camel, too. I might be able to find this camel. I don't even... I, surely this is the same camel. Oh, it has to be. But if so, it's a much better shot. So maybe I'll find this camel someday. She combs over the entire room, including the camel, and she eventually finds the money in the piano. Which, by the way, this suite has a piano. Yeah, that's when I realized there that money is gone. There's like two bucks left inside of that thing. Yeah. That envelope with the money in it. I mean, that envelope has got to be all ones, right? Because it is thick. <laughs> okay. Maybe $25 of ones or 50 bucks in ones. Yeah. Who knows? Um... But uh, at the same time, um, the the couple, they figured out that he didn't order flowers. So they're like, oh, crap, somebody's onto us. He starts back to the room um, Aunt Martha sees this and she starts to follow. And then the woman sees Aunt Martha and she's like, oh, fuck, the jig is up. So she's running for the room. Uh, Mr. T and Amy Amanda show up and Aunt Martha's like, stop that woman. <laughs> it's pretty great. We're now we're it's now getting tense. Um, the guy gets back into the room and confronts Renee and is like, what are you doing? Give me that money. Give me that money. I do give Renee credit for playing it off as well as she did. And in most other circumstances, I think it, it, it would have been like, okay. Or at least, oh my goodness. Like, but these are these are con artists. They, they don't trust anybody. Yeah. But she's believable when she's like, sir... I don't know what the hell happened, but it's going to take me a few. I'm so sorry. It's going to take me hours to clean this for you. I am so sorry. I, well, no, she says it as though, like, I don't know what happened in this room, but it's going to take me a long time to clean it. As, like, <laughs> directly, like, saying, like, he did it, like, which is great. Just, like, oh, yeah, throw him it's... off his game. Uh, but it obviously does not work because she clearly has something behind her back, which is a, uh, an envelope full of $1 bills. <laughs> And that's the thing, because she has it hidden behind her back, and he's like, come here, come here, in a very scary Ugh. way, threatening it. As she backs up, she has it behind her back, but then she turns and, like, shows him the envelope, like yeah. a little, oh, I got it, what, what do I got here? Take a peek. And you're like, Renee, come on. Yeah. So now the antics are on. Um, they're trying to get away. Renee's trying to chase after them, and then T shows up. The guy tries to attack Mr. T. He uses a big stick broom. Doesn't go his way. Mr. T uh, re um, 
focuses this man's momentum at one point, and he goes hurtling over the edge of a second floor. He should be dead. He should be dead. He falls at least one to two stories. Like, I I am not sure that his spinal cord survived this. What did he... I forgot what he landed on. It was like a big table, but, like, there's a table there, but, like, I don't know. Like, the way he falls over, like, it looks like he got injured. Like, I don't know about this. I don't don't know about the stunt. I also love how Renee uses a a cart to try to get them, yeah, like uh, I guess corralled. What's that guy gonna do with a broom? It's Mister Fucking T. Like, exactly. Dude, come on. Also, as soon as the guy like falls and severs his spinal cord on that table, it's the '80s. So what's gonna happen? There's like a gaggle of Asian tourists with cameras because it's it's one of those weird racist tropes that I don't understand. See, I didn't realize, I didn't even clock, like, the ethnicity of the person. I just assumed it was the 80s, and there's people with cameras because people just had them, and it was, like, some sort of, like, I gotta be here. Oh, something happened. Let me start taking it for, like, the newspaper. But I think you're right. I think it is a racist joke instead. Yeah, it's just the weird racist joke of Asian people take photos, which I don't understand. Super weird. Very strange. So, um, the woman <laughs> then tries to lunge at Mr. T, and, like, he grabs her, but, oh, here comes Aunt Martha. Aunt um, Martha You punches. mean he growls at her, because she's That's hitting true. him, he's just going, Because he can't hit yeah, a woman, no, he's in Mr. Woman. T's logic. But he's, he's, yeah, he's not doing anything, but he's just, like, isn't he, like, is he, like, holding her back or something? No, he just oh, stands no. there, he's she's, just like, beating there. him on his chest. Yeah. He's like, how dare you? And then Aunt Martha taps her on the shoulder. Yeah. Uh-oh. Like, how dare you? You, um, how dare you murder my husband? <laughs> and then Aunt Martha comes up and punches her. I was kind of expecting her to go off the balcony too, which would have oh, been yeah, hilarious. But it didn't happen. She just gets knocked <laughs> out. She's still good. Oh yeah, and, and I, I love it. Sorry, it's she punches him because like, hey, don't don't you hurt my nephew. <laughs> it's great. I love it. And that's it. Like, there's a there's a button scene where they're like, all right, everything got, we got the money back. Life is sweet. They're going away for a long time. Uh, Amy Amanda says they're not going to be able to con anyone for a while, which makes us think that Amy Amanda doesn't believe people can reform themselves in prison. Um, she assumes that once a con person, always a con person. I'm a little disappointed in Amy Amanda, but at the same time, she might be right with these con artists. I don't know. I mean, did you not learn the lesson of Sweet Tooth? Come on. <laughs> um, and then there's a little joke. Renee's like, Mr. T, you're just uh, upset because Aunt Martha got to clock that old lady and you didn't get to do it. And you really couldn't because you were a dude. But, you know, and they're like, look, next time bring us in on the action early because we're TNT. Like, I'm a lawyer, a hotshot lawyer. And Mr. T, you know what he does. Like, come on. Also, Sophie, Decker, let's just bring everyone back. The yeah. nephew. Yeah, it's a goodie. Maybe get rid of Detective Jones. Maybe get rid of Detective Jones. If Detective Jones had been, like, a- Amy Amanda had mentioned it, oh, he's under investigation for something, and he's not in this episode. Wink. Um, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Who who won and who lost? Ah, uh, who? Who did win? Who won and who lost, Brad? Ah, uh, that's... Easily said, hard to answer. It really is, because I'm like, I mean, like, who... I... Renee got her college fund back. Yeah, but she also, was. like, uh, she also almost got murdered. True, but she had some fun. Yeah. And even though it, it seems safe, she got to she got to rob the police of their uh, con you know artist what? book. Yeah, I think you're right. Just because she got to rob the police and get away with it, I'm going to give yeah, it to her. Yeah, just slap on the wrist. 
All right, all right, all right. And she's been in the episode. No, normally, we don't know where the hell she is. She's just off and about. She got an episode action-packed. She went undercover. Yeah, okay, all right. Who lost? The last thing I want to say about Renee winning, and this is it, I'm sorry. She got to, like, tear up a room. She like, did get to tear up a room. Finders Keepers style. Just, like, where the f- Just, like, turning everything over. Just, Luckily, like, she didn't break that camel statue, because we need that. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> thankfully. It's so big. Why is it so big? Weird. One day we'll know. Uh, one day, one day we'll you'll have one. have one. One day we'll have... And by we'll have one, I mean you'll have one. You'll have a camel statue <laughs> in your home, whether you like it or not. <laughs> it is the centerpiece to my uh, mm-hmm. dining table, the mm-hmm. camel statue. Mm-hmm. I'll come out and be like, all right, I think this looks great right here. Yep. And you'll be like, I don't know. And we'll be like, no, this is terrible. I'll be like, no, I think it's good right here. It's perfect. I mean, I might fight for the camel statue. It might be the one thing in the house that I get to be like... Oh, did I forget to tell you? I already glued it down. I glued it down. Ooh. So it's that's permanent. I'm bolting it in. I'm bolting, bolting this table to the to the floor. Gluing the camel <laughs> to the statue. This is <laughs> what yours sound? Brad? Hey, got you a camel. Why do you have goggles on and like work gear? Is that a drill? Yeah. Oh, I was going to weld this table. Make sure you don't move the table either. I like where the <laughs> table's at. It's a good place. <laughs> As you like start to blow torch. Oh, protect Holy your eyes, shit. friend. Protect your eyes. <laughs> Got you a really good camel here. Great camel. This is, the, this is the perfect light for the camel. You'll love it. I, I don't know if we can get the camel. I mean, how, where would we find it? Like, uh, Listen, I'll, I got a little bit more information now. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I'm going to find this camel. I mean, worst case, we could have it 3D modeled and we can make new camels. No. You want authenticity. I want the real deal. I want this I mean, I camel. Too. I want the camel from the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the uh, Nelvana Studios in Canada and break into their archives and find where this camel's hiding. What if they do have it there? It's what be if there are like five camels from a TNT that are in that archive? What if they were on other TV shows? Then uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I, like I just want to look for like other shows like from around this time from the same studio and see if the camel shows up. Because this is one of those things that's like it's one of those props that like clearly just gets put out a lot so we've seen it twice if we've seen it twice that means it's in rotation Mm -hmm. so we'll see it again um who lost the most Aunt Martha, she was embarrassed. She got True. robbed. She spent a week. Oh, can you imagine, like, losing your life savings for a week before you break down and, like, have to be like, oh, guys. Yeah, you can't. Oh, no. Uh-uh. It's not good. It's not good. I don't even know how that would really work. I, I understand how it would work. I, I'm trying to think. So Aunt Martha makes a lot of bad choices in this episode in mm-hmm. particular. So, of course, she's not, this is not her best day. No. And she doesn't have as much fun with the capers as um, she does a cool thing with the florist stuff but mm-hmm. so I, I could be game for Aunt Martha losing either that or the con people even though they got to um, live the high life in this hotel it's over yeah and one of them will never recover um, no, sensitivity them, yeah. in the lower part of his body yeah yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's bad it's bad for him but I, I still think Aunt Martha just for the like luckily she was able to redeem herself and get probably some of her money back but still I think this has been a stressful fucking week you think the way that she owned the money they kept saying my money that mr t and renee were just like you know what it is your money yeah Martha, you 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 get to keep this whatever it is use it as you will i mean hopefully they get my college money from it but yeah <coughs> 
Um, worst dressed is Amy Amanda. Those oh. pants, nothing comes close. <laughs> yeah, nothing yeah. comes close. Next level, bad. So Best bad. Best dress might be more difficult. Yeah. Um, I, I like a lot of Renee's outfits. Oh, yeah. Renee's, Renee's coming correct in a lot of them. There was something she wore with, uh, I think, red and black stripes I liked. I thought it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, um, oh, yeah, 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 the red and black. Um, yeah, 9 minutes 24 when she's calling and calling the, uh, uh, car places. I, yeah, I like that one. I think that's a all right. There's an there's an outfit Amy Amanda wears when she goes to Decker's that is normal. Um, True. But also that that isn't horrendous, and it might be just because it is normal versus the other clothes that she wears. I'm like, all right, well that that looks that looks good on her. Not because it, obviously I'm being misled yeah. by the horrible fashion and you know even it out. So I, I'd be cool with giving it to Renee because yeah. she doesn't get it much. Yeah, I think yeah definitely Renee. There's an outfit that the con artist lady wears that's like a red jacket and a red skirt, but then she has on like a uh i don't know what kind of black top underneath it but it was a surprise to me of like oh really okay i didn't think it was horrible but i didn't think it was like great Mm -mm. but i thought it was interesting of like okay i guess this was 80s yeah it's very 80s not like that one dress a couple of episodes back amy amanda wore that was (sighs) god awful mr t's like um action outfit is also very weird yeah when he put on the gloves because it was in the kitchen and it was a shelf at first, I thought sausages. Like I wasn't. I didn't read them as gloves immediately. I was just like, "Huh? Oh wait, this is a glove." Yeah. It just looked like you know sausage. Okay. Yeah. There well. you go. Renee's best dressed. Amy Amanda's worst dressed. That's that's an app. That's an app. And this has been an episode of Ramjack. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Alex. That's Brad. We come here every week or every other. Like sometimes we take a break, but most of the time we're here uh, chatting, talking about the world, talking about TV, talking about life. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Join us. Uh, tell a friend, bring a friend, share with a friend, um, share your fears with us or your hopes and dreams. Yes. Um, ramjackpodcast.com is their website. Tons of information there about us and the show we've been doing for over 10 years now mm-hmm. by a fair amount. There's uh, the Facebook group. There is uh, a YouTube channel, which I haven't posted anything to in a while, but there's still some fun stuff there. There's These many things, ways yeah. you can get in contact with us. These things all exist. What's happening in your local newspaper, though? What is happening in your newspaper? Because, guys, newspapers are weird. Tell us, please. Please. And friends, during this most special of months, please remember that we all love Mr. T, and Mr. T loves us all, and none of us, none of us have have done done nothing nothing to deserve that love. We haven't. We, We haven't. None of us have done nothing to deserve that love. None. But. Of us. No, but yet still, um, a lot of people don't get it. But uh, these uh, uh, Mr. T holders, um, if you you can use multiple slurp juices on Mr. T, so if you and even if you have one Astro Mr. T and three slurp juices, <laughs> you can create three new Mr. Ts that will love you just as much. A slurp juice, you say? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just give just give your Mr. T three slurp juices. <laughs> Um, give your Astro Tea one, three Slurp Juices, and you can create three brand new Mr. Teas. It's that easy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why people don't get it. Why don't they get it, Alex? I don't know. I don't know. It's so simple. People have a lot of problems with a lot of things. Yeah. For real. <sighs> Weird. Uh, two random things. 
Mm-hmm. Did you hear that Alex Jones is now upset with QAnon people? He's always been upset with QAnon people. He he he's he's chatting at it again. Uh, this is very random, but for some reason, when we said "don't deserve no love" and talked about Mr. T, this I don't know why, but it jogged in my memory. My daughter calls the American flag the grand old flag, and it was weird when okay. she first said it. And it was strange because huh? we were out in public. She says. Why does that person have a grand old flag? And I'm like, what? She points and someone has like an American flag on their car or maybe it's on a house. And she's like, the grand old flag. Why do they got it? Oh. I'm like, because uh, she learned recently in school, you're a grand old flag. You're a high flying flag right. forever in peace may you weigh. But she doesn't really get the concept of countries or like what a flag represents. So she just calls it, oh, that's a grand old flag. Proper. That's the proper title right. for the American flag. Nice. The grand old flag. Nice. She'll call them out. Grand old flag. Very random, but kids, you know, learning about the world. Indeed. What was the other thing? I don't remember. So he said, I've got two. Oh, and he said, besides the Alex thing, I've got two things. I don't remember. Guys, it, it, it left me. Th- I am not doing too well. I, Brad, I, I am sorry. There's a lot of me like stifling back choking the entire episode. And I'm sorry. I just, these allergies cool. are killing me. It's, it's, yeah. It's all cool, friend. It's all cool. Because, I mean, have you thought about taking three slurp juices? <laughs> I have not. See what happens. See what happens. Just take three slurp juices and see what happens. I will. Does that mean there'll be three of me? I, I don't, Look, I'll figure it out. We'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. It's, a multi- it's a multiplicity situation. <laughs> I love that, that. That's supposed to clear. Oh, dude, it's a multiplicity situation. You get slurp yeah. juices. Yeah. Guys, you, you remember multiplicity, right? He drank three slurp juices, <laughs> and then he went from being like one astro uh, Michael Keaton into three brand new Michael Keatons. Is that is that the canon explanation explanation for what happened? Multiplicity? Um, uh, yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure. It's I mean, it makes right? sense. It makes more sense than like cloning or some bullshit like that. Cloning. Psst. Psst. That's not Web3. Get out of here. 